0: Welcome to the episode. I'm Nadia Felsch, feminist, anti-diet nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor. In this podcast, we explore the practical aspects of leaving the diet mentality behind and finding your own food and body freedom. So if you often find yourself deciding what to eat once you're already famished, if you feel short on time with food prep, with food planning, if you feel stressed about deciding what to cook, What to eat for dinner, if you worry about the choices that you make and that maybe they're not good for you, if maybe you are cooking for others and it is a lot, if you feel overwhelmed and over it, this episode is for you. Last month, I ran a free challenge with the same name as this episode and it was incredibly supportive and powerful to the folks involved. So I want to offer you a version of this challenge inside this episode and the overarching themes that actually underpinned it, because I want you to be able to take those to support your own food and eating realities. If you did take part in the challenge, go you. This could be an opportunity, a great opportunity to check in on what has changed for you and what might require some love. All right. So let's get into it. And you might want to take some notes during this episode. So get your notes section ready on your device or a trusty pen and paper. So which meal is the one that you tend to skip most often, or is the hardest for you to make happen? Just let that sink in. Which is the hardest? Which one is a nightmare? Which one is like, ugh, again? And I really want you to consider how are you currently navigating this? It's likely that it's a pattern that doesn't maybe get a lot of thought. It's just what you do. So I'm, I'm encouraging you to really think about it now. Is it that you're navigating it with clenched teeth and a whole lot of stress? Are you kind of eating whatever you want, but you feel emotionally and physically terrible about this? Are you spending a fortune on takeaway meals and you don't even enjoy them? Are you currently navigating this situation by skipping the meal because it's too hard? And maybe you find that later on you are eating way past fullness. So I want to provide you with some nutrition facts here. Eating satisfying food consistently and regularly is health promoting. It is good for you. So if you are not new to this pod, if you are not new to my work, you already know that. Eating satisfying food consistently and regularly is critical to your well-being. It is also protective against binge eating, against emotional eating, against eating past fullness. Yes. So if this is not happening for you, the eating food consistently regularly part, satisfying food consistently and regularly. If that's not happening, it is vital that you give it some love, some attention, perhaps exploring after this episode, some solutions for yourself. So this is kind of the second consideration. What is at the root of why it is hard for you to make this meal happen, or at least happen in a more easeful manner? What are your barriers? This is what I'm asking. And, and there might be plenty so let's say that the, the, the hardest meal for you is dinner. That is very common. So what if I suggested to you, hey, why don't you just eat whatever you can find, whatever's you know around, whatever's on the way home, literally anything in the world that you like? What would be your response to that? Might you say to me, Nadia, that's not adequate. That's not healthy enough. And okay, let's say I suggest that you have some prepared meals. You have some grab and go foods for this exact occasion. Again, you know, dinner time. What would you say to that? Might you say, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't even know where to start. It's so overwhelming to choose. Again, let's stick with dinner. What if I suggest you ate eggs on toast or a freezer meal, whether you made it or someone else made it, what would your response be? Might you tell me, I don't have those ingredients. I don't have those options at home. So whatever your barriers are, time, Lack of hunger cues, overwhelm, distraction. I don't know what to eat. I'm fed up cooking. I don't want to think about food, worrying about gaining weight. So therefore you worry about what you choose to eat. These barriers do have solutions. So again, eating satisfying food consistently and regularly is health promoting. It is good for you. We have established that. I will keep repeating it. And so Therefore, it is health promoting and vital that you can do this practically. This is possibly the missing bit. This is a nutrition skill. This is a life skill, really. And and it is possible that you might need to change up what isn't working for you, starting with the root barrier or barriers that are making this so hard for you, making it harder than I'm going to offer it needs to be. So transparently, some of that work, some of those barriers they're, they're going to be deeper. They're going to be longer pieces of work. So for instance, your body acceptance work, if the if the fear of gaining weight is really screaming at you, your body acceptance work is part of that solution. As is, you know, if, if you're struggling to just eat whatever, that unconditional permission to eat all food. So you literally could grab anything but also being able to merge that with the skills of knowledge of foods that feel good for you. So that work is deeper and it is longer. It isn't an episode. It isn't a session. It isn't a day. And, you know, that is vital. You know, it is vital to, to still do that work, encourage you to consider your barriers here, knowing that there are solutions, like just know that there are solutions. Actually, if you want a visual on this, you will find one in the episode notes that might help you put some of these things together. Like, I know this is a barrier for me, but what the hell are these solutions she's talking about? So you'll find those in the episode notes. And you still need a plan for right now. I've talked about the deeper stuff. It's true. It's real. Most people need to do it, but You still live day to day. You still need to support yourself where it matters most. And I'm actually going to offer that this is especially important to have this plan for right now. If you are someone who is short on time and if you are feeling quite overwhelmed by food choices, because this is a bit of a vicious cycle, let's get you out. Let's pull you out. So, you do need to know, therefore, by the barriers. Where is most helpful to use your energy? Because it's it's likely there's not a lot of it. There's it's likely you're you're kind of like your end of coping with this. So I I do have a challenge for you on this, which we'll come to in a moment. First, some more nutrition facts. Let's let's kind of challenge. I know I've used that word a lot. Let's challenge some of your thinking here. Nutrition is about nourishing your basic human needs. That's the point of it. So you can live your fullest life. This is health promoting. Some of these basic needs are your recovery, your energy, your blood sugar regulation, how you poop, how you sleep, how you breathe, your mental health. That's the purpose of nutrition, to support those functions in your body. They require nutrition. They require energy. Nutrition is something that we all require and is found in all food. And nutrition is not a fix-all and it is not inherently about body weight. I know that's challenging. It's true. And it is very often overwhelming to us because we learn about nutrition as a way to manipulate our size or to be quote unquote healthy. Like that's all it takes. Just eat this. It's all good. So here is the core to know you need enough. And that actually matters before the specifics. We get really caught up in specifics. I'm not saying they don't matter. Hear me. I'm saying enough matters more and that's the bit we need to address if this is where you are at also satisfaction matters pleasure matters joy matters reality matters so reality is is possibly where we are at right now all too often i hear folks you know, the obstacle to eating enough and to making it easier is actually a really unfair standard and expectation of what they have been taught eating is meant to be, what they have been taught so-called healthy eating and nutrition is meant to be. So this is when someone will say, "Well, takeaway isn't good for me, but the, the result of them not getting the takeaway is actually worse for them. Eggs on toast isn't dinner. Why isn't it dinner? Because we have these stupid patriarchal ideas about what dinner is. Someone will say, I bought all these veggies because I had this grand plan to make a stir fry, but then my week just didn't pan out that way. I threw them all away. I hear these things all of the time because the expectations and the standards of how we learn about food and eating are rubbish. They're not helping us. So I said I had a practical challenge for you to support you in the here and now, and this is it. Whether you are coming home tired and you don't want to cook, whether you are confused about what to eat, you're short on time, you don't feel that hungry, all of the things, it could be all of them, all of this matters and you still need to eat regularly. So again, there is that deeper work that's possibly here to, to, to really unravel for yourself. But again, let's let's stay in the here and now. So we we know the meal that is hardest for you. You've done that. So what are two to three meal options that could work to serve in those moments at that meal time? I invite you to do this right now. Don't say you'll come back to it. Act now. Give this a moment of intention. You deserve that. And future you will be thankful. Take two freaking minutes. Hit pause if you want to. So I can share with you my go-to, and you might have seen me share this on social media, Uh Crackers. Rice crackers specifically, they're actually rice cakes, American folks, you might have to Google that. Rice cakes with avocado, then I salt and pepper it, then I add some cheddar cheese, then I add some tomato slices, and then I salt and pepper again. It's, it's layers. It's very important to layer. And I always ensure that I have these ingredients. But I also, I want to kind of talk about some realities here. I leverage the normalcy of those ingredients because that makes it feel like less of a big deal. It's more seamless. You know, the, the effort is minimal because those are ingredients that I use in other things, right? I'm not just buying it for this exclusive random occurrence. They are things that are likely to be in my house. I leverage that normalcy, but the effort is minimal. And there is a really big payoff because for me, this could be a snack. This could be a small meal. And I could use this at any time of the day or the night and having this has saved me on so many occasions. I cannot, like, it's wild. Please, please don't ever let me get over this combination. So realistic go-to meal options that you feel would satisfy you are an effective strategy to start with. It is simply a place to begin with. I'm not suggesting this is life and this is it. No idea is bad unless it's too hard. It's too expensive. It's too complicated. It's not satisfying or it's not enjoyable to you. So let me give you another example. If I was to have rice cakes with peanut butter, I'm not interested. It sounds okay, but I know it's not going to be that satisfying. So remember realistic, realistic options and realistic on your terms, not mine, not your mom's, not your best friends. If you can right now, Maybe go to your fridge if you're still stuck, go to your freezer, go to your pantry, go to your favorite delivery apps, meal deliveries. Write down two to three meal options that could work at this hardest meal time. That is step one. Step two is set up what you need in place to get this happening. So ordering the food, buying the ingredients, having the containers if you need them, saving the restaurant as a favorite in in the meal delivery app. This again is a nutrition skill. It's a life skill. You know, you might not always lean on these options. You might move through different seasons of your life and have different needs, but the skill that you use to get here still applies. See, it's not so much about the food option. It's how do I get here? The process, the skill. So this two-step challenge has now, I hope, taken off one massive issue off your plate, one less worry. That's my hope. And now your attention can turn to those bigger, longer-held barriers that that do need work to overcome. And here's the cool part: this will be so much easier to approach now that you are better fed, now that you are less overwhelmed, now that it is such, well, not such a nightmare. And and that can also include that work can include fine tuning these options. They can get better. Whatever you came up with, maybe you're like, oh, I need some help to support, you know, make them better, make them more satisfying. Cool, just start freaking somewhere. And then you can fine-tune to maximize their benefit to you and your health. But please, please stop trying to take on everything at once. Let's just, let's get in the moment fed. If you found this episode helpful, you are going to want to get inside my free masterclass, Feel Better, Feel Better, on June 15th at 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Time. So this is a 60-minute masterclass that I'm teaching live on simplifying the food, nutrition, and health components that you need to feel your best and optimize your health without starting over every Monday. A replay will be available for 30 days afterwards for everyone who registered. So that's there if you can't make it live. You can register free for this class via the link in your podcast player or in the notes for this episode, which are on my website, nadiafelsch.com forward slash podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. I look forward to being with you again soon.